Welcome to the Vortex Nation podcast, brought to you by lovers of hunting, shooting, public lands, the Second Amendment, and good food. Gobble, gobble, we've got the band back together. We are doing a Nebraska turkey hunt recap, and in my opinion, personal opinion, this was a turkey hunt for the ages. Mm. This was a banger. It was. This was, <laughs> a banger. this was a banger. That That is the voice of Mr. Mike Wozniak. We've got Cooper Long to my right, Graham Cronin across from me, and also across from me, Eric Barber. So we got an extra full house today. I think all... Well, no, we have one more headset. Should we invite somebody else? No, that's all the people that were here. We got time. We could get somebody else. <laughs> we could probably get somebody. Yeah. They add, add a little bit. Yeah. Gentlemen, this was a fun one. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with, I'm going to paint the picture of how this started. This is a hunt that we filmed, right? That's why we have Mike and Coop here. Where like, can they find it, Mark? Well, they can find it on, well, Eric, you know what? You tell us where we can find it. The Vortex Nation YouTube channel. Darn right. So you're going to be able to see this in living color. Not the old show in Living Color, which was quality programming, but this is going to be in Living Color on the Vortex Nation YouTube channel. Shortly, today, it'll be available. That quick? Yep. People are in for a treat. They are. This was this was a good one. This is a really good one. So our initial plan here, or our plan was, that Graham and I and Cooper and Mike were going to go to western Nebraska to chase Merriam's Gobblers. Now, this is, this is like my old stomping grounds, because I used to live in Sydney, Nebraska. And I'd go up there, and I had this, this, all these nostalgic visions of, spoiler alert, what that place used to be. Uh, we used to go up yeah, there. Good call. We used to have it to ourselves. Getting on birds was like usually not an issue. Tons of fun. The landscape was just like you could, you know, hunt public land as far as the eye could see. And uh, you know, since those days, which. Uh, you know, time flies. I'm getting a little bit older. Things have changed a little bit. Big fire came through a number of years ago. A lot of that landscape isn't covered with pine forest now. And uh, I'd say the, the pressure's changed a little bit. Slightly. Slightly. Fair. A bit. So we road trip across the country. And uh, Graham, maybe, uh, maybe uh, what, what are your perceptions? Because this was your first time to the Pine Ridge. It was, correct. Yeah, and when, you, when we kind of initially came up with this idea that that's where we're going to go, we're going to chase Miriam's, I was... To say very excited would be an understatement because, like, growing up, I've only hunted Easterns here in Wisconsin. So, getting a Miriam's was like on the bucket list, like, let's do this, whatever it's going to take, we'll make it happen. But, yeah, as you kind of alluded to, it was challenging. It was challenging. But, like, the, po- the other point of this was, is like, we could have actually, I mean, turkey season was open in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm, we right. probably could have, you know, been doing something here or not that far away. But there's nothing like a good road trip. Yeah, like you road just trip yeah. the boys. Oh, it yeah. just it just adds to it, you know. And uh, we definitely had, you know, gosh, that's uh, what about 13, 14 hour drive for us. Oh yeah, like was, that. yeah, I think fourteen. Yeah, maybe fifteen. Probably about that too. And we we get there, and uh, we had a bunch of pins dropped on various public. Now, I keep talking about this this portion of the hunt within the context of of you know myself, Graham, uh, Mike, and Coop. And you're like, well, what, Eric, where, where's Eric? Eric comes into play a little bit down the road. Yep. When he massively comes into play. The day. <laughs> but so we get there, we get situated, we got just an amazing place to stay, super stoked. The country does look good. We actually see a couple birds on private. I was going to say, driving up, we yep. saw a huge flock of birds a couple times in there, so I'm thinking this is going to be a cake oh, walk. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. They weren't that far from <laughs> public. Right like, off the road. Oh, <laughs> Anska's is going to be easy. We're going to pile them up day one. Ah, the classic <laughs> put and take. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Catch, catchable trout, as Eric likes to call them. 
so yeah, I mean, we get out, we hit the ground running. We've got a bunch of pins dropped. We've got some spots we're gonna, you know, check out. And like, I think initially the plan was like, hey, let's kind of cover some ground and just kind of get get the lay of the land, check out some of these spots. Well, it, we very soon found out that we weren't the only people uh, interested in hunting these birds. Very sim uh, similar hunting styles, I feel like tactics. So yeah, Mike and Coop, like, what were your uh, initial perceptions of the area? Because had you guys been up in that region before at all? No, not not even once. So like, I mean, perception was like, you know, driving there, like, he, like you know, like you said, like birds everywhere. But then when we get there, we see how many trucks and parking lots, got guys, you know, scouting around just like the same thing we're doing, and like stress level is getting a little higher, you know, because on the camera side of things, you want it to be successful. I mean, as you guys do too, but it's just like, oh gosh. And then, you know, we get boots on the ground and. <laughs> it's a little I, bit different. <laughs> I, I feel like, you know, like a tough hunt is fine. Like it's a tough hunt, right? Mm-hmm. right. But when when pressure, when the amount of pressure and people are like what's making it a tough hunt, like it's almost like extra, I don't know. Like that's the thing that I don't want it to make yeah. it a tough hunt. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's like it's already in, in most cases difficult enough to get on a bird. Then when you have many other hunters doing the same exact thing, it just adds a whole nother level of difficulty, I feel like. Yeah, so. I feel like you got to even put some context to what the pressure was, because like I've seen yeah. the footage and stuff like that, and anyone that's seen the the film, which will drop, you know, like we said, like later this evening, but like maybe talk a little bit about what that, like, what, what how bad, how pressured was it? I've I've never personally seen anything like it. Oh <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, mean I'm calling it in Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah, like that's, opening, yeah, that's like the opening day of public land gun season like, Wisconsin. It was very comparable. And I've yeah. never been on as many of hunts and called in more hunters than we did on this hunt. Yeah, like multiple times, hunters came into our calls. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean we had it all. I mean picture like picture a rev- like at every access point, right? Which the access points are pretty defined. Like every access point, multiple trucks at all times, and when one truck pulls out. Another one pulls <laughs> yeah, in. very yeah. quickly. See, <laughs> every pull off we saw had at least probably two to three vehicles. Two to there three, was, sometimes oh, yeah. four. Yeah. There was one yeah. point, I think it was that first morning, we were on a hillside and we had kind of gone after a bird we heard in the distance and we heard a door slam and we looked down below us and there was a camper full of donors <laughs> down there. So, yeah, it was. It was pretty pressured. Yeah, we yeah we just kind of like crept our way back into that area and and really that where they came in at was I was like where where the heck did those guys come from because whatever like road that went back in there actually went in like a little ways but yeah, yeah so we're, yeah we're trying to work that burden you know like oh what do you think we should do boom we're like oh <laughs> well, well, <laughs> <Hello>. new spot <laughs> do you guys hear him too <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i mean it it was it was enough that i'd say it caused call for concern mm-hmm. um, not not that we couldn't have, you know ground it out you know, been successful, but after a couple of days of, you know, hitting the hills and trying to find different spots, and we definitely got back into some different cool spots. Yeah, I was going to say, we awesome got country. on, you know, we got on we, that one bird, you know, the first morning, we went up that ridge, and I mean, you called off, and like, one sounded off, and we're like, all right, let's go, you know, so we yep. went back down, crossed, and nothing ever coming of it, you know, but and there I, was definitely birds there, but I mean, exponential amount of people. I, I didn't, and I didn't really think anything, like when we first heard that bird and kind of went after it and, you know, lost track, let me shut up. And we ended up making our way back down. And strangely enough, we ran into somebody to talk to, but we told him Weird. that we heard, we told him that we heard a gobble. We're like, oh yeah, we heard about, you know, we're kind of sharing some information. He goes, oh, that's awesome that you guys heard one. And I was like, huh? That's, like, yeah, that's a red flag. And I think it'd be one thing too, if we were hearing birds all over the place and there's still that amount of people, because yeah. at that point you're like, oh, we can probably make one. this work. There's enough birds for everybody. But yeah. when you're... Hearing, you know, one or two birds yeah. 
in the morning that are probably that are pretty cons- far off. Yeah, and consistently being called that morning after morning after morning when you know anywhere anywhere yeah. from three to five vehicles are parked at that spot, like it's just going to be difficult. Yeah, and you guys had another variable of weather being another kind of mm-hmm. factor that was kind of coming into play. Yeah, I mean, in some ways, we timed it perfectly to be there uh, because we essentially just missed the giant storm yep. that yeah. blew through. Because right before we got there, I mean, most of the roads in the area were shut down. Like, it was winter storm warnings. You know, we were kind of, like, watching the weather. And we definitely hit a window to be able to get there. But, yeah, when we got there, there was actually a fair amount of snow on the ground. One area, actually, Graham and I were just talking about this. And, you know, we're still trying to get our bearings a little bit, which I think is why we didn't go back in there. But we hit that one road that was – it was essentially drifted in, right? It's like, no, we can't go any further. And it's like – and there was a piece of public that was probably – I'm going off memory right now, but like two, three miles in, we would have had to go. And now I'm almost like, if there was one spot that I feel like I wish we would have checked out, it was like that one just because it was probably the only place that was a little bit untouched. Right. Yeah. But no, no lack of birds on, on the private, you know, and and we knocked on a few doors too. Like we knocked on what, three, three, four doors, Mm -hmm. um, trying to get permission and, you know, some nice folks, the one, the one, (laughs) the one house I knocked (laughs) on the door. Uh, it's uh, basically, they had a sign on the door that basically said, don't knock on my door. But <laughs> yes. And no, turkey tracks literally in front of yeah. the door. There were turkey tracks <laughs> oh, like, yeah. in the driveway. Yeah. Like, 200 birds behind yeah. the house. Like, I mean, now, was, was that crazy. the house that butted up to the public? Yep. 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 That one. Because I think yeah. the real telling point for me, and I think it was the, it was either the first or the second night we were there, we had saw those birds on the private. You had gone and asked, obvious no. And we were like, well, let's just go see what those birds do that night. So we went back in there at night and kind of got on the, the property line to see if, you know, we could figure out where all those birds were going. Might be a, a curious gobbler that wants to Well, that, and it, I mean, it could just let us know, like, where they're roosting, if they, you know, are going to be a playable on the public side in the morning. But all, was it 10 hunters that were lined up on the same property <laughs> line calling <laughs> to these birds had the same idea? And that was kind of the, the final straw for me where I'm like, I don't know if this is going to work. No, this is going to happen. Now, <laughs> now just, meanwhile... Meanwhile, during our struggle fest, <laughs> uh, we're texting with Eric, and it seems like, you know, every five minutes, oh, we got one, got another one, got another <laughs> one, got another one. They're, they're, they're birds everywhere. <laughs> uh, so, Eric, tell us, a little bit about, tell us a little bit about what you were doing yeah. and how, in contrast, how your hunt was going. So, yeah, that's ba- backing up even more. Like, you started by saying, like, we could have probably been hunting in Wisconsin. I did. I drew a very late season tag in Wisconsin last year. So mm-hmm. I couldn't have, like, my Wisconsin hunting wouldn't have started until, I think, the first week of May. So I'm like, man, I got to start this a little bit earlier. So I, I hunted Iowa for the first week of their season and then was back here for a little bit and then wanted turkey hunting is like my thing. So I wanted to get out again and then went out with the identical draw guys. Basically, the dates overlapped. Your guys hunt perfectly. They were identical. They were identical. They were identical. No pun intended. <laughs> and uh, so I was hunting with those guys in a different area of the state and we, to, to kind of give some context to that, so Nate and Thomas from Identical Draw wrote, got a ton of letters to different private landowners in this, this area that they had a few contacts in. And I think that helped them a lot because they could actually like name drop, you know, oh, we know this person, blah, blah, blah. So long story short, through writing, you know, letters, seeking permission, they got access to a handful of really awesome properties in that, that area. 
and we ended up just kind of linking up for a, a week-long-ish turkey hunt that cor- corresponded with the dates that you guys were out, you know, in the western part of the state. And um, you guys obviously were battling the back end of that snowstorm. You guys, I know, had some crazy high winds a couple days, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we just had a different weather pattern, obviously a drastically different change of hunting pressure where we were. And, um, I think that obviously set the table for us to have like good weather, low pressure birds. We, we were having a really good hunt. So, I mean, I think by the time that you guys had kind of finally come to where we were, which it was a five ish hour drive for you guys. So in the, in the time that obviously you guys made that drive and I think a couple of days had gone by of you guys hunting the mm-hmm. Western part of right. the state with, with limited Obviously, Action. with yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I think we'd killed like at least three or potentially even four birds in that amount of time. I think you guys were up to four birds at that yeah. point because I remember thinking, man, because you guys were like, hey, you know, you kind of extended the invite, and I'm like, well, is there going to be anything left? You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, congrats, but yeah, exactly. So that's where you know those guys really come into play a lot here. Is you know they they they're like, hey, you know, the more the merrier. We want to share turkey camp with right. everyone. So you guys all came out, and we had been hunting, you know, these these properties, and kind of had a pretty good idea of like what the birds were doing, where they were at, that whole thing. So you guys came out. We synced up. I think midday at a uh, McDonald's. Yep. McDonald's. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and uh, we kicked off a pretty good tandem little little turkey hunt there. It was cool. And I mean, it like just like those guys to be so gracious to yeah. be like, oh yeah, They're why don't awesome. you guys come oh, on yeah. out? Like this will be fun. You know, I mean, like obviously, like we were. I mean, we were hunting their spots and and you know, and they they got with the landowners and were like, hey, you know, I mean, everything was like on the up and up. It wasn't like, you know, I mean, they they asked the landowners, hey, can these guys come out? They're like, yeah, yeah that's cool. Like, you know, it's good to go. So yeah, yeah. we met up with you guys, and uh, I know Graham. We kind of split up. So Coop that and first I night, that yep. first night, yep. Coop and I yep. split up. And and actually, you know what? I think. I think we did actually hit we a piece one. of public yep. that yep. night. Yeah, he did. We did, yeah. Um, yeah. I think we heard one gobble. Yep, we heard we heard a bird. It was yeah. like, yeah, I mean, it was like, oh, what's that unfamiliar sound? <laughs> what was that? Um, but, and I, I remember having, like, this exact thought, like, throughout, like, the entire trip up until that point on that hunt, I, I go, now I, I finally feel like I'm hunting. I remember yeah. saying, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah, yep. Like, yep. Up until that point, it was like just going through the motions. Like, for sure. yeah, we're here trying to figure this out. So yeah, like, we're stressed. Like, and you don't, yeah. you don't yeah. want to get down, but you, you, you don't want to be down and negative. Which I don't think none of us were ever like down or negative. But we're also like realistic with that's what I was going to say. Yeah, just realistic about it. At some point, you have to be like, well, maybe it's time to move. It's yeah. time to pull a plug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's actually, you hit the nail on the head. Like, I think that's a really important takeaway. Like, you could, you know, take take us out of the equation. You guys could have been hunting that area, and, like, you guys knew it was time to pull the plug, whether right. it was coming to where we were. Just happened that you guys had myself out in that area, kind of as like an extra contact, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it obviously worked out good that way. But you guys probably would have made that same call and conclusion on your own that hey this this just isn't going to work you know i think that's a really especially when you're hunting public ground like you guys were out in the western part of the state 
just as important as it is to know when you want to really stick with a property, it's equally as important to know, hey, I got to bounce. For sure. Especially yep. on them like limited time frame hunts. Yeah. Like we yep. had, you know, at yeah. that point, I think we had what, two, two and a half days left to hunt. Like it's, it's go time. Yeah. 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 I mean, and that's, I mean, that's a huge point. You have to be, you have to, it's like, be adaptable. Uh, it's like mm-hmm. being adaptable and like gauging like, okay, perseverance and yeah. flexibility. And we had, you know? and we talked about that a lot afterwards, because I think like, if you were going to set that hunt up again, you know, it's not, it wasn't the fault of the area of going out to the Western part of the state at all. It was probably more in the logistics that we had set up on that, on the front end of, renting a a place that hey this is going to be home base that's great if you guys know that like yeah this is going to be where we're we're right. we're at but that totally flips on its head like if you guys were just going out there you know and the goal is hey we want to find birds you're probably going to be set up totally different from like what your camping setup is. Okay. So rather than oh, getting yeah, an sure. Airbnb, you're probably either truck bed oh. camping or, you know, doing a day-to-day hotel thing, whatever, because that flexibility, like that's key, whether you're hunting turkeys, whitetails, whatever. I mean, mobility okay. is, is a huge aspect there. Yeah. And that's that, you know, hindsight, looking back, I think we would have probably set up a little bit differently in terms of like, yeah, we wouldn't have done the Airbnb. We would have done some sort of like truck camping, which yeah. is what we were doing in the uh, opposite side of the state. Yep. Yep. And, you know, it's like nothing stays the same. Right. So in my head, I'm like, yep. oh, dude, this is going to be like, this is going to be great, you know, but my mental snapshot was very different from like, obviously what we experienced now, yep. maybe, you know, and, and we talked to guys that were out there. Killing birds, right? Oh, like yeah. birds yeah. were getting oh, killed, yeah. guys yep. were finding success. Yep. So it's not like, oh, they're all gone, doom and gloom like that, you know. But yeah, would do things a little bit a little bit differently had, you know, we yeah. you know, to do it over again. And like you said, Eric, is like, you know, build in the ability yeah. to be flexible when you can because yeah. you might need it. I look up to our buddy Dave Owens a lot when it comes to turkey hunting and the way that that guy's whole setup is dialed in terms of mobility. I think a lot of guys that are hunting public chasing turkeys on public public ground can learn a lot from like what dave's doing mm-hmm. and i think that's just applies into this really well for sure yeah 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 his channel's pretty cool too man yeah i like i like what he's got going on yeah but then you so you guys ended up coming over to the eastern side of the state you guys hunted uh some public that evening yeah it, yeah it got was, on a bird got on a bird it was cool country i think did, i think we saw or no we got in a a uh little battle with a hen yep. and jawed back and forth with her a little bit and I was hoping she might peek her head over and have a gobbler in tow but she never she never poked no. her head out um and then and I believe shortly after that we also had another hunter come into our set too the guy that came around I'm pretty sure oh <laughs> yeah there was another there was another guy back in there wait are you insinuating you think that was that guy no, no, I am. I fully believe you that that was actual hen because oh, okay. we did. I feel like we did hear some a gobble like far off in the distance, right? Oh yeah, for yeah, sure. yep. But yeah, it was. Uh, but it was cool. It was cool country. It felt very turkey-ish, and it was just like it's hard to describe like the shift in like mindset of like it's not like we're seeing turkeys everywhere or even yeah. hearing them, but you're just mm-hmm. like it was just a different vibe for sure yeah. so and then graham you yeah. guys got into some birds that night right we yeah, did yeah weren't we like on the way and we a tom like passed right behind the truck or right in front of the truck or something like that and we're like all right let's just park and we'll get right after it you know i think so right yep. yeah so you and i went with thomas from identical draw he took us to we went to a property kind of like that midday like right after we met up with them yeah and there's two toms across the road from this property they had access to so we kind of snuck in there Started calling a bit, couldn't strike anything up, and then 
finally decided to pull the plug there and go to our final evening set and we had a Tom gobble oh, off pretty good and sneak in behind us, but just never came in for a shot. But it was a very refreshing from oh, what we had just yeah, left. Nice. <laughs> yeah, there was some excitement in there too. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Oh yeah, was, I, I was good, there man. was a minute there where I thought it was going to happen, but yeah, I would take just hearing a gobble at that point. <laughs> yeah. Two days yeah. of very rough hunting. Yeah, and, and like you said, Graham, like we had numbers on our side at that point. You know, we had obviously all all of us plus. Uh, then I was with Nate. Yep. And and we had kind of like branched off and went to a totally different area. You know, we probably drove, I would say, 40-ish minutes from camp to a spot that was totally new. Like, we hadn't hunted this at all, like, before you guys came out there. And we kind of went out there on a whim just to start putting the feelers out. We wanted to see if we could maybe roost something for that evening to get you guys at least something, like, for the next morning. Like, hey, here's a course of action. So we went out to a different spot, and... uh very different country for, than what we had been hunting the first couple of days. This stuff was very open, mm-hmm. um, but it did have some like little like I guess pastures and brushy pastures and tree lines and stuff like that with big cottonwoods and whatnot kind of choked into it. And um, we ended up finding a bird that night and literally watched it fly up. And the cool thing about that open country is like we knew the tree that that bird was in. So then that's when we got back with you guys. We relayed that information, kind of started coming up with a game plan for for the next morning. For the next morning. For the next morning. And uh, I, I tell you what, like, at this point, I would take all the charity I could get. And when you were like, hey, we roosted a bird. You guys should go in and try and kill it in the morning. I was you like, saw one? <laughs> what did it look like? You saw Bigfoot? Uh, They're real? No, that was cool. And, like, yeah, the way you described it and stuff like that. And it's always interesting, you know, because we hadn't been in – into that spot, you know, so you guys are describing it and we're looking at it, you know, on, on, uh, on Onyx and like, oh, okay, you know, like this, this, uh, this yeah. here, this there. And, and, uh, it seemed like a really good plan. And the other thing you guys said, you're like, yeah, I think there might be more birds in there. Yeah. But we didn't know. We yeah. thought maybe. <laughs> right. There were. There definitely <laughs> were more birds in there. So we, uh, <laughs> We, so we get in the, we meet up in the morning, kind of final game plan. Yep. You guys split off your way. Graham and I, uh, Mike and Coop, you know, we slip into this area. And those birds, like, they were gobbling oh, yeah. so early. We got oh, there yeah. early, and yeah. when we stepped out of the truck, they were They're firing off. Yeah. Like, I had, I thought we probably had 20 minutes until they'd say a peep, you know. And it wasn't like a super long distance to get back no. into the spot. But the hard part is, is a very open area we had to slip into to get near this tree line where they were roosted. It was wide yeah. open. Yeah. Wide like you open, said, Eric, yeah. it was pasture and creek bottoms and yeah. things like that. And, and I think you guys had some moonlight, too. Yeah, the sure. there was. It was bright. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I remember there's a point where we kind of stopped probably like a quarter or halfway through getting there looking at each other like, what yeah. do we do? We just yeah. back out on this completely because I don't know if we're going to sneak into where we need to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. We're definitely like a little bit of. Uh, Last minute, game yeah. I'd say like oh, the, sure. the, oh, yeah. the part before brief panic goes, like sets in. You're like, all right, we got to go now because yeah. it's it's on, yeah. right? <laughs> but we were able to like you could kind of hear where the gobbles were coming from, and as gobbles plural, and we were kind of able to kind of do a wide loop and kind of get behind them a little bit, and so then they cr- gobbled before you guys even got set up. Then, dude, hundred oh, percent. Okay, like, I mean before we stepped thirty on the seconds property. out the oh, truck. Wow, fired yeah. holy cow. But wow. like I said, like I was shocked. Like yeah. it really. Like, we met other- at four, like four o'clock that morning was mm-hmm. when we met, yep. and you guys had maybe only a twenty-minute drive, so that puts those birds gobbling mega, mega early. Yeah, 
I mean, like the only it, had there not been moonlight, it'd have been pitch black. Right. For sure. Yep. You know. I yeah. don't know. Maybe the moon woke him up. Well, I do think that I'm that a big moon phase gobbler guy. <laughs> oh. There's uh, a podcast topic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Red moon gobblers. Moon birds. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we kind of do swing wide, get a loop, then kind of creep in on the tree line, find a place to set, which is kind of interesting. You guys are trying to set up cameras and oh, get everything yeah. mm-hmm. set up, which is its own. It's always a, it's always a mess, but it always works. It out. does. It's always a mess. <laughs> Graham and I find a place to sit. I mean, the birds are firing off. I mean, they're close. Like, we snuck in. Like, we got in pretty tight to those birds without, you know, getting them, bumping them out, off the, out of the trees. Oh, yeah. So I mean, I'd say close. we were less than 100 from their trees. I'd say one of you guys probably. Like there was that. Oh, there yeah. was that. Like, yeah, we were, I'd say even. Yeah. I'd yeah, I was being closer generous to 75. by the yeah. It was what, close. Which because we're very sneaky. Stealth. But it was cool. I mean, you guys got set up and, like, you know, having never been in there, you don't know, like, it was an interesting little spot too, because really the only place to hide was like in that creek bottom. Yeah, like you know? that, in that little ditch for sure. In mm-hmm. that, and we kind of opted to just stay, you know, twenty yards off that ditch, right? Yeah, uh, and then set up by that big tree. Yep. And what made that challenging was there's that egg field, and it kind of dipped it down, dropped off. and then we sat kind of in that dip. Right. So right. you weren't perfectly level with no. it, which no. from a <laughs> filming standpoint, I imagine made it challenging. Oh, and from a shooting not, standpoint, yeah, not, yeah, yeah, not ideal. <laughs> It was kind of good, though, from my angle. Like, I was able to, like, you kind of mentioned we stayed back a little bit. I was, like, a little bit higher in the ditch. So as soon as those birds flew down, I was like, okay, I can see that there's many, many birds in here, and all we need is one. Yes. <laughs> Just one. This one. Just one. Um, I think it's important to note, Mark, you you ran to get to the closest spot to the birds, too, so that was really cool. <laughs> yeah, well, that wasn't an effort to cut you off, Graham. No, that's what I mean. Yeah, it was yeah. a good move. It yeah, I just wanted move. to yeah. make you uh, yeah. clear on what I was yeah. doing there. No uh, apparently, it was obvious. No, I mean, but we talked about that, too. It's like, oh, you sit here. Well, if the birds come yeah. and do this, they yep. do that, you know. Mm-hmm. But we get set down. The birds are still firing off, and all of a sudden, they start flying down. It's like, it's like oh, my gosh, there's a lot of birds in here. And how many hens? A I, bunt, a, I mean, there were a ton of hens in there, but yeah, a was, string of them parade right in front of us at probably like 35, 40 yards. Well, I'll say that's kind of the interesting part, too, because these birds are roosting trees kind of up on a hill above us. And there's that big creek bottom that ran in between us and mm-hmm. them. And like right away, I was hard to tell when we got there, right, because it was dark. But once the sun started popping up, you could kind of see how this terrain laid out. And the hens all flew down towards us, started parading across, and all the toms were on the other side when they flew down. And looking at that terrain, we were kind of, in my mind, I'm like, I don't think those toms are going to come over here. Like if they didn't yeah, fly down this way. a little bit of a distance and a little bit of like a tr- just terrain, you know, yeah. to get get to get through. I yep. mean, they were all, we got footage of them right or up on that on that yep. little that little knob right yeah, there. Yeah, that I mean, grass gobbling their butts off, like mm-hmm. just going wild. And then that bearded hen, you know, was in that string. Ooh. Bearded hen, she you had, know. She had a she pretty had a beard, beard on her. She, she, really she did. We weren't going to shoot her. No, 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 no. We, and, could, we uh, could see we had her eyes. Well. Eye <laughs> 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 um, when uh, you're talking about those toms, that the, the other thing that was interesting to me is that they did fly down like that. Because yeah. when those hens came yep. down and went right in front of us, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is this automatic. Is perfect. Another thing, as Eric would say, how many do you want? Uh, and I was firmly like, I thought that was exactly what was going to happen. I was like, oh my gosh, dude, there, you know, multiple toms are going to be out here. This is going to be a bloodbath. I thought the same thing too. Cause I remember kind of whispering over to you like, Hey Mark, if you know, when they come to let the first Tom pass, because there's going to be a string of them, just like we saw these hens come. Exactly. Like it's just going to be a big party and we're invited. And it was, and it wasn't because really those hens came by, they came and went the gobblers, like we talked about 
flew to like the other side of that little creek. It's like, what the heck are they doing? Like, you know, and, uh, but they kind of stayed together, gobbled their heads off. And I couldn't see them at first because of, uh, you know, it was pretty thick in that bottom. And then when they finally hit that little, that little gap, it's all, it was almost like a little plateau that they decided right, yeah. to strut on. I was like, oh my gosh, there's, you know, there's a bunch of them. And they, but they could see us too, right. you know, from mm-hmm. right there. It's like, oh man, that's not good. Well, so that's then what, I had to be really, really still. That's what made me nervous. Cause when those hens passed, they kind of started circling back this way behind us. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we weren't in a great spot. Like we oh. were fairly exposed. Oh, yeah. him and I, and we were zero as soon as, ducks out there. For <laughs> as sure. soon as they <laughs> went around us, tripod wide open, oh, like, yeah. lands yeah. out there. No, I was like, <laughs> I was looking at my watch. I'm like, we got limited time before this whole gig. We're is just up. gonna make it work. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, eventually, though, a lone hen, a straggler, starts working her way from the bottom, and she just hits the field. So I'm like, oh, geez, okay, we got one more coming. And what was behind her, Graham? Oh, I think you know, Mark. <laughs> A big old gobbler. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is another thing. You talk about like, oh, you know, the gig is up. So that hen works out. She gets in front of us, and the gobbler is just full strut. And he's like, he's taking his time, you know. She was definitely, you know, cutting harder in the field. And then all of a sudden, she wing twitches and putts and runs, runs yep. right by the gobbler. And I'm like, it's over. Like, I'm just like, all my hopes and dreams are crushed right now. Like, <laughs> And I thought I did that too, Marco. Like, I had that feeling like, oh, I just screwed up as a cameraman. She busted me. She got me good. But, I mean, like, it's just, you know, it's the nature of the beast. But, like, also, like, even though, like, I was so, like, oh, my gosh, this is not good. Like, somehow I was, like, still in my head, like, really positive, And I feel like that positivity somehow kept <laughs> oh, the gobbler, yeah. like, in the field. Because... He, she ran back, like she passed him, like they yeah. literally like brushed wings, and he was like, "Nah, I think I'm gonna keep going that way." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you do you, but yep. I'm gonna go this way. Which I still don't understand that because at that point, the rest of those Pareto hens were gone. They, they were, were out gone. of they're out, yeah, they're out of picture. And I mean, we didn't have decoys out, so it's like, why mm-hmm. was that Tom continuing to go that way? But the, the only thing that I can think of is that. That was just like his yep. routine, yep. Yeah. and he's like, "This is what I do, and I'm going to keep doing right. what I do yep. until it stops working." <laughs> and uh, so the uh, yeah, so he just keeps coming, like he's kind of breaking into strut occasionally and cuts across. Are you guys I'm, calling at him at all? So that was the other thing too. Like we called a little bit right off the bat, and um. And I'd say throughout, just trying to like take their temperature, keep them going, let them know that we're still here, sort of thing, but not a lot. And I'd say particularly when those gobblers got to that open space above us and could see us the whole time, like I just kind of went on lockdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. And I think we might have called like a little bit when I'm trying to go back in my memory banks now. Like maybe called a little. It was bit. pretty limited. If yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think actually, there. There. I think right when yeah. I'd have to go back and watch the footage. But I think also like after that hen went back, I think we gave a couple just like soft yelps yep. on the diaphragm, just be like, "Hey, there's still yep. turkeys." Because he was still here. hot too. He was gobbling coming across that field. So oh, yeah. clearly didn't mess him up terribly bad for some no. reason. Which maybe that was maybe that was you know a key component like saying like yeah she got nervous but like hey everything's cool like we just kind of you know like it's almost like yeah. cow calling when, yeah. you, when you blow up a herd of elk and you're like oh no 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 it was just other elk yeah you know? mm-hmm. hmm. um, yeah so we I do remember yeah I think we we did give him just a little bit of soft yeah. stuff and and maybe that was it because he kept going and and I remember I go he worked out in front of me Graham because you were like more to my right yep and I had my gun up and I go you want me to kill him. And Coop's like, 
yeah. Like, <laughs> now. <laughs> Send it. And we shot and we got him. Got him. We had a turkey in the bag. Yeah. How, how, how far do you think the shot was? I would put it like right at 40, yeah. I think. I mean, yeah, I agree. Was, yeah, not extremely far by any means, but I mean, a little bit of a poke, a little bit. It was like, it was a little bit of a poke, but I was definitely like, like I wasn't like, well, I hope this works. Yeah, for sort of sure. Thing. No, for sure. Because yeah. um, you and I had shot those shotguns to those TSS loads, and yeah. mm-hmm. I think cool. we shot them at forty, mm-hmm. and we were both and their pattern feeling very good. What were you guys distance. shooting for uh, for a load in a choke combo? Um, so I was shooting TSS sevens. I think they were sevens. Maybe I was shooting nines. I think. Maybe I was shooting nines too. No, I was shooting nines as well, actually. Yeah. I was I shooting was sevens shooting before that hunt. And yep. then, yeah, we were shooting nines. Yeah. So TSS, three inch nines. Yep. Um, I'm a big fan of three inch turkey loads. I don't know. And Same. I don't see a need for three and a halfs, personally. Yeah. What what choke then are you running? Mine was a, it was a Carlson's. And it's done really well with a lot of other turkey loads. I think I could actually get something. I think I need to experiment with some different chokes. I remember you saying that beforehand. Because mm-hmm. I. If I remember right, you were thinking that you weren't getting the tight patterning that you thought you'd get out of TSS. Like mm-hmm. you, it still was really, really good, oh, yeah. but it wasn't like what you see on some of these videos of guys that are putting, you know, a ridiculous amount of pellets in a six-inch circle at 40, 50, you know, exactly whatever. that when it's at like you know 40 yards and you're like, did yeah. you throw a baseball through that target? Right. You know, like it wasn't like that. Like it was like it was, it was good, a really and good, good enough, confident but, like, dead bird. Yeah. But, but um, so actually, that's honestly that that's part of the fun hunting, right? It's like okay, well, let's figure out, let's experiment with this a little bit, you know, yeah, some, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. right. for sure, different chokes and things like that, because I think it'll make a big difference. And I think your gun was definitely patterning a little bit better than mine. Um, yeah. What choke were you running, Graham? I was using a Jebs. Okay. Yep. The TSS choke, and yeah, we were shooting the same loads, but even that day when we went to go and just kind of confirm how we were patterning, yeah, mine was, it was tighter than yours, for yep. whatever reason that was, and maybe it's just the choke with Which, those specific loads out of your gun, like. Like, and yeah. I shot that choke with a, nothing against that choke, right? Like, I think it just kind of didn't like that, yeah. the load yeah. that I was pushing through, because yeah. I've shot it with some other stuff, and it's just like, you know, yeah. murder fest, right? Yep. So, but good enough to work, drop the bird, a rather large turkey. That was, a, that was a good that bird. That was a unit. Yeah. <laughs> like, He's a hammer. Was he was unit. like... Yeah, it had big old spurs on it, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, it did. Big spurs, good rope on it, but, like, physically, like, like I'd say, like, notably a heavy bird. It's like, oh, that's a pretty damn big turkey. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it felt good. It felt good to uh, get one under our belt. Yeah, that was great. I'll tell you, on the camera guy's side of it, this, half the stress was, was gone. Oh. They're like, we got <laughs> yeah. a bird. Oh, we're, yeah. we're good. Yeah. I remember the celebratory call and, like... We were we were elated. Yes, <laughs> that something good had happened. Yes, we're due. We put in a little bit oh, of yeah. time. There's a little yeah. bit of work done yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But anything? Uh, I'm trying to think, Graham. Did I leave anything out? Only one thing, Mark. Oh what? yeah, I know he's gone. Do you want to talk about it or no? No, I don't want to talk about it. All right, that's fine. We'll it's talk getting about brought it. up. It's, it's just like, like you <laughs> <did> it. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of baited you into it <laughs> yeah. anyway. Yeah. I thought that's what you're doing, but so I just remember, it, I mean, it was a glorious morning, sun came up, Mark killed a bird. Picture perfect. And so like I said, we were, there's that egg field, and we were kind of down in this slope, and as the sun came up, I noticed <laughs> something of white porcelain sitting by Mark, and it was a toilet. It was a toilet seat. Was toilet seat. There was a toilet seat, but there also was a toilet that accompanied <laughs> that seat a little bit farther down. <laughs> and I just I had to I had to capture the moment. You were running back with your bird. You were yeah. so proud. You're being sneaky because yeah. we knew there were more toms. 
And in the frame, there's just a toilet seat. <laughs> Insert footage. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was great. It Go was over wonderful. to the Vortex Nation podcast Instagram page. <laughs> yeah. 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 You'll see it. Yeah, that'll be the behind-the-scenes mm, footage. Yeah. Extended cut. Toilet bird. The t- so, so when you shot, what did uh, when you shot the toilet bird? What <laughs> the, the toilet seat bird? The toilet seat bird. What did the other uh, birds do? Because it sounds like there were more with them, but like, was it kind of they all? It was over at that. You point. know, I mean, uh, about I think almost like a by about that time, those other birds, at least it seemed to me, had like moved off and yep, over yeah, the hill. Yeah, yeah. Um. So like, it's it actually is a little bit curious to me, like. It was almost like just like that one hen and gobbler mm-hmm. were still left, just like yeah, doing yeah. their thing down in there. Yeah, that is interesting. That that's what makes me think a lot. Like back to the previous night, you know how we kind of said like, oh yeah, right. there's one bird in there. We don't really know what mm-hmm. else is going on. You know, I wonder yeah. if like to your point, it wasn't just that one bird that was doing a very specific thing. Maybe a subordinate bird, and and who knows? Maybe that's actually why he preferred this. Once that hen went the other way, why he still stuck with his game plan was because maybe he didn't want to go with that group of toms that's been whooping his butt for the past yeah. couple of weeks, I you know? It. Yeah, that could be it, it too. And the interesting thing is, it's not like there was a, a big chunk of timber at the top of that ridge. No. I mean, there was a large yardage gap between, you know, the top of that oh, yeah. knob mm-hmm. to the next section of timber, which is kind of a creek, you know, just a, a long creek bed, right? And so it's like, where... You know, did they take a left and go all the way down that far ridge, go to the next section of timber, do they go to this one, you know, and make their way all the way across? It's not like there was a, a chunk of timber, you know, 100 right. yards away. No, they were going to cover some ground. They right. were going to have to cover some piece ground. Of cover. Yeah, right. I feel like it, like, goes back to that, like, the point you made earlier, Marco, about how, like, was that just, was that their route and that's what they did every day? Because after you shot, of course, in my head, I'm thinking, okay, I know there's more birds over there. And so I look right over, like, you know, maybe we'll get another one. And they didn't seem overly messed up by any sort of means like yeah, yeah. there was a noise don't know what it was but they were just gonna work over the hill just like they already were kind of seeming to do anyways yeah yeah i mean it really seemed like it couldn't have worked out better for killing a bird in there yeah. because like the other ones were none the wiser yeah. right you know? i mean it, they hear loud yeah. noises all the time farm machinery other gunshots from various things thunder whatever like yeah. I, I don't think none of those birds were like Something frightening happened right. over there. Yeah, no. Yeah. To that point, then they just kind of worked off over that hill, like yeah. you said, Mike. And then you went and grabbed your bird, and you stayed low, right above the toilet seat. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're just kind of like, all right, should we go make a play on those birds? See what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we uh, stashed the bird in the shade, you know, thinking like, oh yeah, he'll be good for a little bit. We'll go check on those other birds and looped around and called a little bit. No response, and peeked our heads over the hill. And, and no a, response, a well, I was going to say. Yeah. So, yeah, what happened there? Because we kind of stayed put, and then you went over to crest the hill so we didn't have, like, 20 guys, you know, yeah. going over the hill. So, and, you know, it's always one of those things you always should have, would have, could have. Left my gun back because I'm just like, I'm just going to go up on top oh. of this hill because it's wide mm-hmm. open, yep. right, and see where those birds went because I think they probably did what you said. They hit that creek bottom and just followed that wood line, which they had to cross some ground to do, but... So I went up on this a knob. A little bit of foreshadowing. Yeah, I was going to say, a little yeah, foreshadowing yeah, coming yeah, here. A little bit. <laughs> uh, glassed them, tried glassing down in there. Couldn't see anything, so I just tried, you know, hitting the diaphragm call a little bit. And it was one of those things I had my binos up, and out of my peripherals, I'm like, I thought I saw movement, and I'd take my binos down, and there's a coyote probably 50 yards, and he came in pretty darn close and skirted by me, but that was cool to see, but obviously didn't have my gun and couldn't do anything with it, but. Still a cool experience. I remember, like, you, you kind of jammed up the hill, and I think I turned and turned, I go, 
Graham didn't take his gun. I go, I always take my gun. <laughs> and then, you're like, then you get back, you're like, I totally could have shot a coyote up there. <laughs> well, the weird part, too, is, I mean, like you'll see later, we were sitting on, or I went to this top of this hill. I mean, there's wide open. It's yeah. wide and open. I wide. was just sitting there crouched down, and this coyote just skirted by me, and it wasn't until he got downwind of me until he spooked, but it was cool to see. You got some footage of him, though. Yeah, got some cell phone footage. It was cool. But And so that was that. You know, we kind of, we like, Kind of, guess, uh, you know, uh, took stock of the morning, kind of what we had going on right there. Like, we knew there was other gobblers in the area. We also knew that it was getting warmer, and we wanted to take care of that bird. So we uh, jammed back, met up with uh, you, Eric, and, yep. and Thomas, and Nate at your uh, turkey camp extraordinaire, which that was, like, a sweet. That was uh, awesome. That was a yeah. cool camp. It was, it was a cool sweet spot. spot. Yeah, it was fun. Like, the, the truck bed style camping is, like, a fun just, like – minimalistic you know like it's it's not it's not as uh plush as like when you got like a you know a spot to stay but there's a a part for it and we got lucky with great weather like it was perfect it was it was a really fun camp yeah you kind of set up your your new truck for that yeah yep yeah we just had a little like cot in the back sleeping bag right there just stayed right in the back i mean we didn't have tents or anything they they kind of had their set up the same way but yeah i think Man, I want to say Thomas shot a bird that morning. Someone shot a bird because I remember we met up with you guys then, and we already had we were taking pictures yep. of yep. another one, and <laughs> uh, and then that's when you guys rolled in and uh, kind of got caught up, you know, got the the whole story. And gosh, from there, I want to say, did we end up? I think that was like right at the end of our what we kind of yep. had blocked off because those guys had the. They host a new hunter turkey camp every year, mm-hmm. and that was the week following what when we were there. Mm-hmm. So they had some like final stuff that they were kind of like getting ready with that, you know, making sure camp was ready and and uh, just some like final logistic type stuff. Um, so we had kind of like we were done at that point. So I think we just kind of like you know hung out. I think we had like a quick like you know a cup of coffee or whatever, packed the trucks. Talk to you guys, got a game plan for the evening, and then I think I left to go back back to Wisconsin. Those guys went back home, and then you guys had, I think, that evening, and I think you had time for maybe the next morning, too, yep. right? Yeah, so mm-hmm. we had the rest of that day, and then, you know, pretty much the next morning, maybe in the afternoon, yeah. you know, yeah. if Fourth we really quarter needed overtime. it. But, um, but uh, yeah, it was, and it was cool getting back to to your camp and just seeing like you know just the absolute mayhem that uh, you guys had caused oh, fans on the tailgate yeah. <laughs> spurs oh, everywhere, everywhere. Beards everywhere it was great yeah it was fun it was a blast it was, yes very literally so that was cool but it was, yeah it was uh that was neat so we uh you guys departed yep so i guess our our trips weren't identical because we basically had one extra day yep but uh like we had like obviously I felt like our game plan was set. Like we knew we had a few different options, right? Like we could go around and chase those birds where we thought they might be. We also had high confidence where they might roost. And uh, we decided to play the roost game and try and catch them on the way back and just kind of do some light calling and be in position. And it'd be interesting. You can, like, what if, you know? Like, sometimes I wonder, like, well, what if we did this or what if we did that? Because we kind of set up, we set up in a spot where that was, I guess, you know, kind of up from where we thought they were going to, you know, come from and yep. go into roost because we didn't want to completely, like, blow out the roost if they came back and something got fouled up, they spot us, and they're like, yeah, this place isn't safe anymore. We're mm-hmm. out of here. Yep. 
But we also kind of set up far enough that you're risking maybe not being in the game. Yep. And so, like, it's one of those things where when should you push your chips in, right? And I would say, though, I guess in my opinion, I feel like we probably made the best choice that night because them birds did come back very late, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, so we potentially, yeah, like, past yeah. shooting time, like, it would have been not. Which ideal, is interesting you know? because the bird that we roosted, that assuming you killed then that morning, that we saw that previous evening i have like footage on my cell phone of him like going up to roost it was like 8 20 like it was it was late late like we were shocked that he was still on the ground like he was on the ground past legal shooting time and usually i feel like they're in the tree well well before before, exactly so that is interesting that that Mm -hmm. night those birds were so late coming back to roost they they came in late and i think it's like had we been sitting like underneath where we yeah. thought they were going to fly up, you know, he'd been like, well, maybe it's kill, kill yeah, a bird or two, right? Did you and then, like, camera lights become the issue at that point. Like, it, there's so like, many decisions you have to make when you have, like, two guys with, there's two hunters, two camera guys, you know, like, cameras here, cameras there, cameras More people to hide. You. More people to hide, like, yeah. it's such a big, yeah. you know, <laughs> right. To influence the decisions you make, it's just, you have to make the right ones, and the ones, sometimes you just have to deal, you know, play the cards are dope and deal with consequences yeah right right and did you guys know those like obviously you you knew they were there from that morning but did you know that like okay we're set up where they're gonna roost roughly we know they're right on the other side or were you guys going off like a hunch like did you guys physically see them and then backed off and set back up or were you kind of going off like hey we think they're there we were kind of we were going off of where we heard him pitch down, that and then from where morning, we could or, yeah. the previous morning, and like so, he heard him pitch down, and like you could see where they went up and strutted around. So like we knew like I guess probably within I'd say like a forty yard radius of sure. like kind of where they were probably going to go back up in. And there. you ended up with a fairly close call then that evening. <sighs> uh, I wouldn't say necessarily a close call. Um, I mean, I think it could have been a close call yeah. if we set up differently, but. They all kind of funneled in right down below us and flew up right where we thought they were going to go because when we went up to look for those birds after you shot yours earlier in the day, we walked kind of by that tree line. I mean, there was turkey sign. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Insane. There was feathers. I mean, I mean, track. I mean, you name yeah. it. So it was very clear that they yeah. were roosting yeah. very yeah. close to that. Did you guys have a decoy out or anything that evening? We did. Yeah, we had a, a Jake and a breeder hen out there. But, yeah, they didn't seem too interested. One of the Toms was kind of hurting the group. And, honestly, I, I think if we would have set up underneath the roost, I don't. I think we would have got busted. All those hens piled in first, and, I mean, that's a lot of eyeballs on us. Yeah. And, I mean, they would have been five on to ten yards us. away yeah. from us. Yeah. I think it would have been – we would have been very, very lucky to have a chance that night if we set up underneath the roost. Yeah, it would have been – and, like you guys said, you're trying to film it, like – how does that go down? Yeah. You know, I will say, and, and I'm glad you brought the decoy thing, yeah. up, Eric, because we had that decoy set up, and we did have a couple birds come in. You know, I guess from our right, actually, kind of where I didn't expect birds to mm-hmm. come from, like that wide open area, that wide open yeah. area, and they came up and they would peek their head up, and they didn't like the decoys. Yeah, every bird, and you could tell they saw the decoys, and they're like, nah. And like that was curious to me because yeah. like, these birds shouldn't have been decoy shy. Which or... is interesting too because uh, Nate and Tom they were saying that they like we the birds that we killed we didn't kill any over a decoy, and and you know I I'll bring a decoy with me. Typically my strategy is I bring like a super packable like one of those Montana decoy yeah. like two dimensional mm-hmm. ones, um, just because I'm you know usually running all over the place. But it like 
I asked them like, Hey, should we like be setting this thing out? And they're like, no, nah, we don't really hunt over decoys. Like we typically find that they get boogered in that area with a decoy, which would not like that. That seems to kind of laugh in the face of open country turkey hunting. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like when I Excellent. think hunting turkeys in open country, like that is where I see decoys right. being critical, not something that you want to leave in the backpack or the truck, but that's exactly how those guys were hunting. And it seems like that's how it ended up work panning out for you guys yeah and and in the morning like we didn't set a decoy out like there's no way we, we did wait where did we set a decoy out well so yeah in so the toilet fast, seat in the toilet seat is there mark you should have looked <laughs> no but that night so they all piled in i mean they were within probably i don't know again again i'd say probably 75 yards yep. from us if not closer and sun went down and we had those decoys out there and I, we made the split decision just to leave the decoys oh, yeah we did i forgot about that oh no i was talking about when we killed the oh bird, your bird yeah. yes oh, yeah. correct yeah. there's no decoys there yep, yeah. Yep, yep, yep but yeah so yeah when yeah when they all went up we're like which i didn't you know i wasn't i wasn't too concerned about that but like like you said like i was like i was really i found it interesting when the, when they would see that decoy they yeah. shied they shied away from it so now explain what you guys were just talking about in the evening you had decoys out the birds flew up you left the decoys in the field mm-hmm. yeah that's so a I think good call it's, it's important to note that, that there was a pile of birds I yeah mean, there was probably a dozen plus hens probably i'd say six toms yeah, least, in that yeah. group yeah and i don't think more. there was any way and i think there's probably some with how that terrain flew i think there was probably some birds we didn't see fly up yeah um so there was a lot of birds so we made the split decision leave the decoys i think that's a really good call you know to leave that decoy out overnight i think a lot of guys get antsy in a situation like that i mean decoys one they're not cheap yeah two you know like you are now very married to that that spot you know by leaving those decoys out there but i think that is a that's it sounds like that was the right call one any other situation right you know if you didn't have birds rooster there you might not want to be married to that spot but Seeing the amount of birds there, we all looked at each other like we're coming back yeah. here yeah. first thing. Yeah, you like know? the plan Not was a question. like set in stone. Like right. we know exactly what we're going to do, where we're going to be. Uh, and, you know, I mean, that decision, like it wasn't from a uh, like whatever, for, you know, it would have been much easier. Obviously, you don't want to spook those birds on the way out. So we didn't and we left the decoys and snuck out. But it was uh, quite the walk to like mm-hmm. oh, to, for sure. to end around yeah. like we had to basically go back out not the way we went in yeah and that was like i mean it wasn't like exceptionally far but i guarantee it was, it was a little track it was a hike mile yeah. mile and a half yeah. you know something like and that. did we have didn't we have a hen or something roost like 40 yards behind us that night so we were kind of thinking like all right let's just get out here as quiet as we can type of thing oh yeah we could see her i mean yeah, that she one was hen, pitched right up you know so yeah we crawl out or probably crawled about the first you know 150 200 yards out (laughs) (laughs) until we could kind of walk and get back and get back out to the truck and like we said we are you know our plan was set in stone for the morning and uh we sneak in we actually snuck in the way we came Mm -hmm. out that night because there was no way you were going to get into those birds you know going in the front door um (laughs) and graham uh what what did we hear when we got up when the night before there was like a hundred turkeys roosted there. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing. Zero. I they didn't gobble no, on the limb at all. There were no birds. There was no birds. They were gone. They nothing were gone. flew down out of there. So I don't know if something bumped them during the night, but the decoys spooked them. So remember <laughs> well, when we got there? I mean, though, we thought we could pondered every idea. Yeah. Yeah. You remember know? when we got there? The decoy was like zooted. I mean, it was not on its stake. Remember that? What? Yeah, one we of got the, there. Yeah. The decoy so wasn't the on the stake. I don't know if the coyote must have what tackled it. What a plot it. twist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. who knows? I mean, 
That is interesting. But, but still, you know, I, mean, I didn't think about that. I was yeah. thinking like, but yeah, I mean, something bugged those turkeys. It, yeah, it wasn't us. And it wasn't no. like it was super windy that night, you know? No, and we got in super, I mean, we were there probably an hour, hour and a half before sunup. Oh, yeah, we learned our lesson from those birds. Yeah. <laughs> and, we, and knowing These how birds, close we were, we were like, we got to get in there. We had the early birds. They were the early yeah. birds. But yeah, I don't know what Nothing. spooked twenty plus birds out of that patch of woods during Hence the night. Hence, times all there were gone. Was not a Nothing. bird. Nothing was in there. And we heard wow. one gobble while we were sitting there that morning, and that was—I mean, yeah, it was ooh, a ways, yeah, a ways a off ways, yeah. on a different. Yeah, it was like it was interesting. It was almost like a, a you know, we had that creek bottom that ran through the middle, and then it was just like open, like almost like a big square block of mostly open pasture and grassland and things like that. And then like on the fringes of it, you'd find, you know, different pockets of trees or fingers right. of trees, but it was kind of like more along the perimeter. So yeah, we heard a couple of gobbles. I think there, so there was two birds, two yeah. different birds, but you know, way far away. So we spent the morning thinking, you know, I mean, that, that's how we spent the morning. And then, well, I think we were all a little dumbfounded too. Yeah. I mean, in my mind, we were going to be back at the truck by six thirty, seven o'clock. I was going to have two birds. You're going to shoot another one. We we're good to go. We we're packing up, heading home. Sounds great. Yeah, yeah that is great. <laughs> all anticipation yeah, for the grand finale. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we hunt. We hunt the rest of the property. We kind of chase those gobbles that we heard early on. Those birds shut up, though. We never. Yeah. We never caught up to them. We grab a little bite to eat. You know, and we worked our way through, like, you know, did a few other sets, you know, yep. and just, you know, a couple blind sets and likely spots, you know, see some turkey signs and scratching. Um, I feel like we did good, uh, you know, road scouting, too, of that place. Like, you know, kind of figured out where potentially these birds could be sneaking out, coming back. Yep, yep. And, uh, yeah, we went back in the afternoon, and we actually were, you know, we had we had a game plan for that afternoon, but we're like, you know what, before, before we commit let's do let's do a drive-by around the perimeter of the property and see if we can you know locate some birds you know because obviously you know seeing some birds and is better than guessing at birds Mm -hmm. right yeah because i think our our plan for that evening was basically the same plan as the previous evening and that morning was get to that spot probably hug a little bit tighter to that roost tree and Mm-hmm. Hope for the best. Just mm-hmm. bank on them yep. wanting to be back there again. Because yep. I, mean, I think we talked, we're not going to call. We're not going to put decoys out. We're just going to sit underneath that roost tree, wait for them to come back. Yeah. And judging from, like, we talked about there being turkey sign in this spot, Eric. Like, I've never I've never seen yeah. turkey sign like this before. Like, where those birds were roosted, there was, like, a layer of of like, you'd be like, oh, that's dirt. It's like, no, like, that's like turkey droppings. Like, they lived there. I mean, I think... absolutely lived there. I think that does go back to, like we said, when we first described that spot that you guys were in, like, I've never turkey hunted in anything like that. I mean, I'm talking like the most open country that you can imagine, very interspersed timber, like only in the creek bottoms. And when we're talking creek bottoms, like, this is like... They're they're not substantial at all. Like that, no. it's not not quintessential turkey habitat. I, I would say at its widest point, hundred yards, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe, you know, like real little stuff. Yeah. So those birds, I mean, you guys obviously found their, oh yeah, the you home. know, yeah, where they're living. They liked they liked being there. So we uh, do this loop and we spot a couple gobblers and some cut corn. And we're like, are okay. these on the property or nope. off? Heading towards it. Okay. No, they were on. No, they were, they were on at this point. Yep. Were they? Okay. When we first spotted them, yep. So when they first when we first spotted them, they were on. 
we drive up, you know, don't we didn't slow down, we didn't do anything, you know, we're rapid game planning as we're driving. Don't slow down, don't look at them, don't, don't make eye contact. Uh, <laughs> and uh, but very excited still. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. And we get, uh, oh, I don't know, you know, I mean, several half mile away at least, you know, and uh, pull over and we're like, okay, let's go try and work these birds. So we get out, grab our gear. What, Eric? Why are you laughing? <laughs> oh, I wish I would have been in that truck when you guys all <laughs> drove past those birds. I can only imagine. Uh, it was special. Was yeah, it was special. special. Excitement levels were high. Yeah. And, okay, uh, so you guys are going in. <laughs> and, then, and they're at the kind of the bottom, right? So yep. we go up this hill, go over the just go over the crest of that hill on the road and then, you know, pull over. So we're not like we're not in the open. Right. No. Yeah, yeah. We're I mean, we're hidden. We're we're out of sight. We're far enough away. They're not gonna, you know, know what's going on. But they were close to the road, so we knew that there was a sense of urgency if you know if they before crossed, they crossed that road we had to make at least get close to them then enough to try and call them or do something. Try and do something. So yeah, we go through, like you said, like all that open pasture. I mean, yeah. we get to the kind of like uh, a little bit of a brushy fence line where we have some concealment, but we can kind of see over the crest and look down in. And uh, Graham, what what we see there? I'm doing uh, all the talking. Yeah, so there was those two toms did end up crossing the road. Uh, we tried flashing a fan at them just to see if they'd bite on that, and they went ahead, proceeded across the road. Uh, but there was a hen that then came screaming from the other side of the road into that creek bottom on our side and those two toms followed her right into that bottom and so we knew that we had a good idea where they were going to head because we figured they're you know as open as it is they're not going to just walk across all these fields they're going to follow that creek bottom and probably follow it pretty close to where they were roosted that night before what i found super interesting though is like the hen came to our side of the creek bottom Mm -hmm. and we kind of like called her in and Mm -hmm. she took a hard look yeah and the toms didn't follow her though. Like she stayed on this side. I mean, eventually she went yep. back in, and then the toms they cut more down, around down below, on yeah. the other side. But like you said, we knew they were in there. We had a a, a vector, a direction we thought they were going to head, and so our plan was to beat feet and get to a spot where we could head them off. Yeah, and I think we we kind of felt a little confident in that too because we got there pretty early if i remember right that afternoon mm-hmm. so i think in my mind at least i was like okay we can make a play on these birds if nothing happens we're still gonna have plenty of time to go get set up knowing how late those birds got there the night before right yeah i mean we still like the whole time we had plan a in our hip pocket yep and really in some ways we were on our way right yeah. to getting to that spot and, yep. you know but yeah. um but yeah so we we uh run well we were running Sprinted. <laughs> Sprinted. oh we were running yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the cut off. I yeah. got a side ache. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was huffing and puffing. It was because uh, I think what when we mapped it out is about it was what? about a mile. Was it? Yeah, it was yeah. literally a mile because I remember you know like fast forward a little bit. I ran back to glass that one bird that was just staying there. And then it was back and it was a mile for sure. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you did go back. Yeah, mm-hmm. because like we're waiting on him, like eh, waiting on him, waiting on him, waiting on him. So like yeah. I ran all the way back, crested right over the top, got eyes on him. Uh, and then ran back, and then was like, "All right, buckle up, it's gonna happen." Yeah, they were, they were just taking their sweet turkey time, right, exactly. And they did, and uh, so yeah, eventually we see them pop out. Not not all of them at first, but you can see them down in there in the creek. They start working their way up the hillside. 
Graham, you had brought a uh, just a beautiful turkey fan with us <laughs> if we if we needed to use it. You know what, Mark? <laughs> Who mounted this that is, for you? That was a that was a do it yourself job. <laughs> this is uh, free on Craigslist, fan. <laughs> like literally. Free. Okay, I had I had really good intentions with Found this on fan. Roadside yeah. free turkey fan. It was frozen for a long time. Uh, it was flexible a, though. Remember, it, it was uh, flexible. Fairly. See, so my, my idea behind using this fan was. I kind of dried it, fan up, okay. so I could ply it down, but it was very stiff to ply down, uh, so it was kind of a, a pain in the butt to hold, but yeah, so we ran to this spot, and uh, it was actually that that same little knob where I called in that coyote the day before, and I mean, green grass, middle of wide open, so we sat behind this little fan, popped it open, um, yeah, we knew they were out there, and just kind of sat there, and I mean, it was... We just, I mean, we flashed a flashed it at him for a while and i'll say like you know before it like i'd actually had a uh, a freezer incident uh not long before this turkey hunt so i'd actually thrown out like four turkey fans uh luckily my freezer is replenished with a bunch of turkey fans that i haven't done anything with yet either but um and so like before we left we're like you know we're scrambling like graham do you have a turkey fan? He's like, yeah i got a fan you know so oh, luckily, thank god thank goodness you had yeah that. so stop knocking it, it was, i'm not it knocking it's it good like fan. it was awesome you'll go have it <laughs> No, it concealed four. You retired it. Man, it did I, no, it's it's very much. It got beat up pretty good the rest of the year. So yeah. Oh, it, did uh, it? I was yeah. gonna say that'd be like my lucky turkey fan yeah. again. Foreshadowing. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a good one, but we'll have a we'll have a better replacement. There we go. I like that. Let's go use it again. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> um. So the birds they work their way up. They kind of come out of the creek bottom. They're more in like there was like some um like some cedars. It was yeah. kind of a little bit of mixed cedars and grassland and stuff like that or pasture land, and. They're not coming fast, but they are working our way. And you guys are up there, and like you said, you're just kind of flashing the fan, you know, just rotating it. Uh, four grown men are trying to hide behind it. Um, well, I think it's important to note, you know, obviously we're on private land we had access to. We knew there's no other hunters there. We are in the middle of the wide open, so we were pretty comfortable. 360-degree view around yes, us. Yeah. us. Yeah. We weren't close to any tree lines, so. Yeah. And, you know, it's like going back to what's interesting, Eric, like you were talking about earlier, like, the decoys themselves right. weren't working in open country, but this apparently was. But four grown men with a fan. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? They didn't have any choice, though. They're like, well, certainly there wouldn't be a human being out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let alone four. <laughs> now, Coop, you were down. You were like a little bit below us. Yep. Like kind of like a little bit, not like over the roll, just down the, hill, the but down just, the hillside just, a bit, just yep. down the hill a little bit. Uh, Graham and I were above, and like so, Graham and I have like a view of the birds. We kind of had like different, I guess, perspectives. Yep, for sure. You will. To the point where I couldn't see a lot of what Coop could see, almost all of what Coop could see. Yeah. So, and I was I was stuck I was stuck in the middle. So these birds get to what like 100, 150 yards yep. out. Well, so when when I originally saw them, yeah, I mean. I'd say they're probably a little farther than that, and one of the heads just went white. Turned. Yeah, just color. Poof. And it was just one of those moments where it's like, okay, it's going to happen. And I feel like it's important to note, Graham, that at that point I said, hey, Graham, if I say turn left and shoot, shoot. So carry on, Marco. (laughs) (laughs) So these birds, like, literally flip a switch. Like, up until this point, they've been coming, but they're just kind of meandering and doing their regular turkey stuff. They start running. I'm like, oh, my 
Yeah. It and you guys, awful. you can see them running. I can see them running. You can see them so running. So there's the top uh, bird. Different that these guys, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, it's important to know where these yeah. birds are, like their position, like when, they're, when they start to Because there was one yeah. bird that yeah. would say was... I would say probably right down the pipe for Marco and Graham. Yep. That was the one that was sprinting right at us. And then in the meantime of us looking at that, which I think was also the bird that had that massive color change in his head. In the meantime of that, I look like down towards that creek bed more. And then there's two other toms that are full sprint ahead coming right down the pipe to me, the guy without a gun. So they kind of <laughs> they kind of all started at the same time. The lone, the one bird took the high road. The other two yep. took the little bit lower road. But this dude, like, and I can hear <laughs> <laughs> this dude is like, because he went out of sight for a little bit. So, like, we had the roll of the hill. So, they run, they dip down in this bottom, but you just know it's a matter of time before this dude pops up. And when he pops this, up, he's, he's going to be, be like 10 yards. Like, he's going to oh, pop yeah. up in our face. And I hear Coop, like, I'm the middleman. It was like, it was like hearing, like, being, you know, the child between your parents. And Coop's <laughs> like, to the left, to the left, Graham. To the left, shoot, to the left, two huge Cram, goblins, left. to the left, Go. left, left, <laughs> left, but in my head, I'm like, I'm not saying anything, but I'm like, Coop, you're also not seeing what we're seeing. <laughs> they were from me to Mike away, full strut, coming in hot, and it was <laughs> insane. Well, so, yeah, I was fixed on this bird, I'm like, Coop, you don't know what you're talking about, there's a bird right to the right, man, he's right here, <laughs> and you had given me a GoPro mount to yep. hold this fan, because <laughs> I was sitting there like this, so I had my shotgun in my right hand. This GoPro mount on a turkey fan like this and just waiting for that bird on the right and Coop's yelling at me and I'm like... They're going to step on me. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, God, this is going to get really Western in like a second. <laughs> and sure enough, that bird coming from the right that was sprinting in, he comes in. I mean, he popped up like literally like in line with your gun barrel. Oh, I could have gone like this and probably hit him. Yeah. It was pretty close. A fixed bayonets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, He's charging. <laughs> So I try and drop the turkey fan, and it falls in front of my red oh, eye. You're just like, you're like, <laughs> because it, that was the day. It was super windy. Yep. And yeah, it was yeah. just blowing. I think, honestly, that probably helped give some realism to that turkey fan, but it drops right in front of my red dot, and I'm sitting there trying to get it off so I can make this shot. I couldn't really, and I was just, like, watching the turkey, and I'm like, you know, I killed that bird the day before, so I'm like, well, yeah, Graham, like, you need to shoot this turkey. But I'm like, I also like don't know what's going on, and I don't know why Graham isn't <laughs> yeah. shooting this turkey. Because uh, all the while I'm incident. like, Graham, shoot this turkey, because I know via uh, Cooper that there are two <laughs> birds directly on to my left that I want to shoot. <laughs> yes. But yeah, so I end up shooting that bird, and I I did whisper to you, I go, Graham, when you kill that bird, you're gonna stand I'm gonna up. get up yep. and kill one of the other ones. Yeah. And so, like, we had that kind of, like, you know. Oh, like, it's synchronized. We, had it, we, we, had it we sorted. knew how it was going to go. And after you shot, I was going to stand up. And and uh, so what? So you you eventually shoot this bird. And it seems like yeah. it seems like it was taking, like, forever. Like, it was probably, like, a matter of, like, Couple less seconds. than three seconds. Yeah. Oh, it, like, <laughs> you if you told me it was three hours, I would have believed you. Because, I mean, your arms are sore from holding this fan and this gun. And then you're trying to drop it and the fan's in the way. And, it, yeah, it was a Panic little, little chaotic. Oh, yeah. yeah, and then Coop's yelling at me like there's two <laughs> more birds. <laughs> But uh, and I'm kind of crying. It's hard to see the red dot because now I'm crying. Coop's <laughs> yelling at me. But yeah, so I ended up finally settling the the red dot on that one that came charging in from the right. Got him. I mean, when you got like, I was like, there was like no questions. <laughs> like, oh, you know how sometimes you're like, hey, let's stay on this one, make sure he's dead before we like, you know, start. Is like, I was like, no, dude, this person's very <laughs> dead right now. <laughs> and I get up. And I'm a little excited. Now, the, the other two birds, the, the gig is up. Yeah, the gig's up. They're yeah. now running, but they're well within, you know, within oh, When you say they're running away, they're still probably at 10 yards yeah. when yeah. they turn their back to us. And uh, so I shot, 
missed on the first shot and then f- had a quick follow. And then, like, I mean, you, you'll be able to see in the footage, it was like, boom. And you just see two turkeys just thump, thump. And it was just amazing. It was awesome. It was one of the wildest turkey hunts I've ever been on. One of the better endings I've ever had in a turkey yeah. hunt, for sure. I mean, the level of excitement, I, yeah, I don't think I've ever been that excited killing. I, like, I get very excited oh, killing birds, but I don't think I've ever been that excited. Like, that kill cliff is probably the best kill one I've seen is, in is a while. Incredible. Then we all take off running. <laughs> I, I fell. <laughs> I was not going to say that. I was just going to say well, we all I got did. up running. I have to say it because I keep asking you to cut it out of the actual film. <laughs> it's and been you approved. Won't. It's oh, been approved. It's gone. I refuse to remove yeah. the falling cliff. When stuff gets approved, we can't go back. Can't go back. It. It's like the, the, well, the file becomes uneditable. I think stone. that's debatable. <laughs> but uh, I think it's also important to note where Mike was during this whole situation. Oh, I was you just, were like behind. Yeah, us. I was just in your back pocket essentially. Yeah, I mean, filming basically like on hunter angle, right. and then you know, Coop is on on animal, but like. Just a freaking mess. I mean, like, because I don't think you saw oh, that bird on the right. <laughs> I didn't see anything. I saw, I saw one bird up top, and I'm like, oh, there's one bird coming. Yeah. Had no idea there was two more. Whole herd was Why coming. are they still shooting? Yeah, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I could see. Just dusted it, and it died in one shot. I'm like, what? Well, because we ran down there. You know, we're hooting and hollering all excited. Oh. And finally, you know, high-fiving all that good stuff. And Mark's like, let's go get your other bird. I think you're like, there's another bird? <laughs> like, another bird. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> but, yeah, it was... It, it was, was crazy. Awesome, like, it, it was yeah. honestly crazy. It was one of the crazier innings to any turkey hunt. Like, you guys like, freaking out on camera was, like, probably, <laughs> like, as a camera guy, yeah. you probably can't ask for a better no. reaction. Like, that's all you want to see. That's I mean, phenomenal. You would have thought there would have been, I mean, a big a big horn sheep hunt, you know, or whatever. Like, oh, I'll yeah. take this just, I mean, all day, every oh. day. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. It was cool. It was a cool moment. And I think, like, part of what made it so cool was, like, just, like, the rocky rough, like, from having a rocky rough start to, like, culminating in a moment like that yeah like i never seen three turkeys get shot you know with four dudes behind one fan in the middle of a thousand acres of grass and just watching them come in from that distance i'll just say the anticipation from from watching them that long at that distance yeah Yeah. because most of the time you know when people get eyes on birds you know maybe they're 100 150 yards away in some timber and you know maybe they come in maybe they don't but being that wide open i mean they were probably 900 yards when we first saw 960 I remember yeah. like doing an Onyx line, and yeah. I think yeah. it was like 960, something like that. Yeah, and just having eyes on them that whole time, and then all of a sudden, full-on sprint, chaos breaks out, like, unbelievable. And Eric, so we FaceTime, yeah. we FaceTime <laughs> you guys, and like, what was that like? like so I'm, I'm at home. Like, I had just gotten back the night before, and I have these iconic images. Like, I, it's, it's at 6.35 uh, Central Time in Wisconsin, and... I get a, a FaceTime from you guys, and I'm like, I'm just assuming. I'm like, this is either really good <laughs> or really bad. And I open the phone, and I immediately take a screenshot, and this is what I see. Like, all you guys looking into the phone, and every single person is talking. <laughs> and it's like gusting Eric, wind. Eric, guess what we yeah. did? You're never going to believe it. We got... And I'm like, what? <laughs> what happened? And we'll have to post this. I mean, for anyone watching <laughs> watching on YouTube, there it is. But uh, yeah, I mean, that was that was the moment then that you guys relayed this story to me, and I'm just like, I cannot believe <laughs> yeah. what what happened. What I'm hearing, it was on It was on there's, there's birds. There's spent shell casings. There's guys freaking out. I mean, it had every everything that you would want in a spring turkey hunt. It was yeah. It was uh, it was something, man. 
Yeah, I mean, if you, if, you, uh, if you were there and you closed your eyes, you'd be like, oh, they're on a really nice duck hunt right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was cool. I mean, it just like, I mean, turkey hunting is just like so fun anyway. Yeah, and it, it seems like, you know, uh, all hunts are, you know, similar, but they all have their little differences and nuances. And like that terrain is just, you know, very unique terrain. Like you were talking about earlier, Eric. Yeah. It's different, definitely very different than what we have around here. Yeah. With yeah. either, you know, bluff country or, you know, farmland yeah. or things like that so it definitely was, uh, it was just cool to be in different country and and uh to have it work out like that i was not expecting that yeah i was not no. expecting yeah. that so i mean if this sounds exciting to you you need to, <laughs> and you made it to this point in the yeah. podcast you've got to go to the youtube yes, channel to, check it out. to watch this in the flesh because it is pretty epic for yes. nothing else just to watch mark fall yeah yeah, yeah. It's a pretty, i've been seat. i've been practicing my up downs though like, yeah yeah oh. dude it was quick I was like, I was maybe, they, maybe oh, they yeah. didn't maybe they didn't see me land on my quick. face it was I was quick say, marco man. in your defense you you pop back up pretty darn quick. all the adrenaline like your legs yeah. didn't stop yeah. moving like you went down and you were still running and you just kind of got yeah. back up we're gonna find like this whole video is like literally like people are gonna see like they're just gonna like skip to the fall Oh, yeah, good, they yeah. really replay this a lot. <laughs> we'll put we'll that as a team. chapter book, like Mark <laughs> Falls. <laughs> Growing man eats it. Um, yeah, like that was, uh, I've never fallen. Like, really? I, I swear with you guys, like, it's the worst, man. You guys turn those cameras on, and like, always something happens. Well, it's, it's that's your like, fault. Never happened ever before. This never happens, I swear. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're going to get you, we're going to get you life alert next year. <laughs> Oh, falling and I can't get up. It's the uh, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. No, it's no, cheap no. entertainment, Mark. No, and we yeah. love every second of it. Yeah. It's it's cheap entertainment. You're excited. That, Everyone what? loves it. Everybody because it's not them, Eric. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> well, <laughs> someone's got to do it's it. It's much easier to point and laugh. I just want to. I just want to point <laughs> and laugh at somebody else. <laughs> hey, we fall. Yeah, but it's just not. The, uh, yeah, you guys are always. <laughs> But uh, no, it was a cool hunt, man. It was, it was awesome great. sharing yeah. it. And, like it was awesome sharing it with you guys and just the camaraderie the whole time. And like the identical draw guys were amazing. Yeah. And like the 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 hunt got better the more people that we added. Yeah. And yeah. like it was just like good reminders of what a lot of hunting is about. Yeah, and, uh, I think that's the the common theme with all these that we've done. Like this, I mean, it hasn't obviously been out yet. But the Alaska hunt that we didn't had another conversation about, which will you know keep your eyes peeled for a different podcast, different video. Um, but that's coming, you know, like we keep going back to that at the end and at, like, it's, it's the, the fun part of it. Like the social, like you get a group of people together. I don't care what you're doing and whether you're in Alaska or chasing turkeys in Nebraska, like your, your stoke level is, is pretty dang high yeah, either yeah, way. Yeah. Yep. I absolutely agree. Yeah. So yeah, I appreciate it guys. It was, was fun. Nice. And uh, Mike, I'm going to keep talking about you or talking to you about, uh, maybe deleting that. <laughs> <laughs> Slip him a twenty later. Yeah. He might he might take it out. It falls out of the bag at this point. So, <laughs> yeah. Enjoy the show, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks everybody for listening to our turkey hunt recap. Hopefully, you're as excited about turkey hunting as we are after this trip, and uh, maybe inspired to go uh, hunt turkeys and hopefully not fall down yourself. Get out there. Yep. Get out there. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye. All right, that'll wrap it up for this episode of the Vortex Nation podcast. Thanks, everybody, for listening. If you like what you hear, hit that subscribe button, give us a review, or leave a comment. We want to hear what you have to say. If you have a question or topic suggestion, let us know that as well via the Vortex Nation podcast YouTube page or any of Vortex's social platforms. 
That helps us cover exactly what you want to hear so we can provide the best information to help you with your hunting, shooting, and related activities, and ultimately enjoy them to their fullest potential. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you on the next one.